Or if it faces it to rejoin, I mean, that takes like 10 seconds. So we'll just do that every uh, 10 minutes or so. Break our flow. Um, what if I'm on a great riff about the Senate parliamentarian? Well, then that doesn't matter because I wouldn't be the one talking. So, Yeah, so it would be funny. All right, I'm just going to exit and not rejoin. <laughs> hey, y'all, welcome to Big Fact Snowcap, the only show that's number one with the great Satan and all the balloon artists out there inflating. Let's get into it. Big Facts. No. Cap. Big Facts. No. Cap. No cap. Big Facts. No. Cap. Big Facts. No. Cap. No cap. Big Facts. No. Cap. No cap. Let's see what energy Paul's bringing. Uh, one of the things that I did this week that was really fun is Justin and I just browsed the best divorced parents memes on Reddit. <laughs> I would just do them on my phone and he would do it on his phone and I would just be like, does this resonate with you? And just like, they'd all be so sad. <laughs> But they're so funny. It also, um, God, I feel bad doing this again because I feel like he, I don't think he took it personally, but I don't think Phil liked when we were talking about him stealing jokes, but apparently he legitimately thought that he made up the, you get two Christmases joke. <laughs> uh, whereas Awful. that is like all over the uh, divorce kids uh, <laughs> meme pages. What did I accuse him of stealing last time? It's definitely a meme, Stranger right? Stranger things. Stranger things. There you go. Sorry, Phil. You, you didn't uh, steal that. It, it is also about- it, a very he really good did joke. make it his own, though. It was freshman year. There was a lot of him being like, wait, we're going Thanksgiving break and you guys get two Thanksgivings? It's not fair. What was the other stuff? Oh, there's like a couple of through lines in the uh, divorced kids memes. And uh, one of them is definitely the two Christmases. The other one is um, jokes about you being the reason that your parents got divorced. So there are a lot of those. There was like a lot where it was um, the meme template where Fred is taking the guy's hood off or whatever. That's like a ghost in Scooby-Doo and it's his face under there. <laughs> it's like the reason my parents got divorced. <laughs> um. Yeah, that was a fun night. I, I honestly, if you have a divorce a friend with a, a COD friend, a uh, good way to spend an hour. Oh, is that like? Did you learn some of the internal acronyms? No, I don't even know if they use that. That's just what I call them as a shorthand. Mm. I don't know if that's uh, an official thing. Ooh, so this is an external community putting it on them. Seems like it's a slur to me. You're right. I, I should use person first language. I should be calling them a child of divorce, <laughs> not a divorced child. <laughs> Uh, Adrian, you're looking rather devilish today. Ooh. Why? Because our theme is Satanism, and that felt like a way to transition into it. But also, uh, your hair has lost all its color. Not like you're aging and you're graying, but as in the dye you put in there. Yeah, yeah. Is gone. I'm not doing the sexy salt and pepper dad thing yet. Now you're just a basic boy. Mm-hmm. Just a BB. Well, actually, there's like two or three strands up front that if you catch them in the right light, they look gray because of the hair dye. So mm. those are the only cool, quirky things about my hair now. You think you're going to age into like a distinguished look or or age poorly? Poorly. Oh, no, I was going to say the opposite was my guess for you. But just because mm. your dad kind of like he still looks sprite. He does. Yeah. He's got the black and white beard now, too. and doesn't look too bad. Yeah. What about you? I think I'm going to age poorly. I'm going to get fat for sure. I mean, that's not that bad, though. You could be a cutie with a bad with a dad bod. That's true. I'm planning to get more jolly along with the weight, so. Oh, God, I hope so. <laughs> <laughs> I think I'm a good sport. 
<laughs> uh, we could all use a little bit more jolliness. That's true. Um, all right, yeah, Satanism, Paul. What are your Satanism. thoughts? Satanism. It's scary, man. Wait, do we have anything else up front? Do we, we didn't have any, you don't want to go anything about what happened to you this week? No media roundup? Uh, okay, I was going to say that I had a band that I did think was worthy of our platform that I've enjoyed. Um, new single out from Pale Dusk called Slay. It's very fun. Uh, it's a little cheesy. It's a weird experimental metal slash jazz slash hip hop track, and it's pretty fun. <laughs> Recommend. Uh, and then the other thing was that uh, I just watched uh, Jackass Forever last night. And I think I've described myself before as a uh, not not built for Jackass type boy. It's uh, a lot of times it just kind of makes me feel sad. <laughs> and, like, I just don't really enjoy like the spirit of it a lot of times. But it was entertaining enough. Um, it's like the everyone's getting old. So they started adding new cast members like Jasper's in it now, which is kind of cool. They classed it up with a British guy and with a lady. Jasper uh, from uh, from Odd Future. Yeah, yeah. That's funny. He does kind of fit in with that crew. Yeah. Um, let's see. There's a lot of, there's a couple, there's a little sports segment where like, so much of it was focused on like them hurting their testicles and penis. And uh, I guess that's the other part of it that I'm not like super into. But there was a part of it where I was like, I like that they put these back to back because the softball player, clearly not as skilled as the hockey player, because that hockey player was just like one shot, boom, right in the penis. Uh, so there's something about where like my mind wandered to like, I'm just kind of impressed by that sports player. <laughs> How good he is at aiming for penises. Uh, I'm um, glad you have a platform to talk about this because I have to say the internet heavily disagrees with you. People seem to be loving this movie. Uh, people yeah, are people calling do. it yeah. Yeah. a people return think, to form, um, a spiritual cleansing, I think I saw it described as on Twitter. I don't know what that's about. <laughs> but I mean, like I said, like I didn't not enjoy it. I just, I, in general, the concept of Jackass just doesn't really vibe with me. The How about the Eric was, Andre inclusion? Did that do anything for you? He only did one stunt, and it was like a little like prank thing, and it was kind of funny. Machine Gun Kelly didn't do it for you? No, the rap devil himself couldn't even get me into it. Ooh, you're bringing it back to the devil. Okay, I see how you Ooh. do it. So smart. I, I was going to say real quick, one last thing. Mm, this better be really interesting. I don't know how I feel about the animal-based stunts. Oh, like as a like animal abuse sort of thing? Yeah, or? is that not a bigger thing, on, like a conversation, or is it just that like the average jackass fan doesn't really care about stuff like that? Mm, so, I, I mean, I saw the trailer, and I don't think this is a spoiler because it was so heavily featured in the trailer, but they have the bear that eats yeah. um, salmon off a guy sitting in a chair. Mm. Is that mainly it, or was there anything worse? Because I guess eating off of a man, like, is that... I, I don't feel no, too bad for like, that bear. That like seems fine. Classy. That's classy Yakuza stuff right there. Just yeah. eating sushi off of someone's body. I thought that was cool. <laughs> um, <laughs> they did a stunt with bees where uh, they put a queen bee caged up on uh, Steve-O's penis. And then obviously the bees wouldn't like clumped around it or whatever. I don't think I care about that one that much. But the other did they one, show like, them a picture like... of a sexy lady so that there was more surface area? <laughs> um. There was one with, like, a vulture that I wasn't, like, super... I guess it was kind of another thing where it was, like, it was just feeding off someone, but I don't know. It's, uh... It's... In the, I, I mean, know. the penis just, one doesn't upset me. I don't really think bees are gonna be out of... out of... out of phase. I don't think they're gonna be affected by no, that. No, I think they're fine. And um, considering how many bees you fucked with in your life by, uh, stealing their honey. In fact, I think it's less horrible what they're doing. I've only collected... I've only collected honey once. It serves no research value. We don't do it. Um, I think the vulture one might, maybe was the one that I was most uncomfortable with just because of how close the vulture was in proximity to danger because 
you know, it's someone reacting to having a bird eat off of them. And it was like very close to being kicked like by uh, one of the audience members. Anyways, but the rap devil himself was in that movie. Oh, yeah. So today's theme is Satanism. Oh, Adrian's doing like the Satan hands, like the devil horns, like the, hey, kiss, that's knights in Satan's service. Hey. So I think I've mentioned this before, but I had a, as a child, I had a friend whose dad liked um, Kiss. And I remember in the car, he talked about Kiss and I casually mentioned, oh yeah, their name stands for Knights and Satan's Service, which apparently it doesn't, but he went yeah, on. Yeah, because then it would be uh, Niss. <laughs> it was a dad who didn't know how to spell. <laughs> he was like, how could that be Knights? <laughs> he, he, did, uh, he did more than just correct me, which was like actively tell me about how that was like a lie that people spread to try to like discredit them i was like it's kind of cool that'd be a cooler name than if they're just called kiss yeah. and he was like well it's not what it stands for i was like i don't know i read it on reddit i think it might be what it stands for and he was it's like it's not <laughs> he seemed pretty upset that i didn't believe him uh time has proven him right but i think if i ever saw him again i would not admit that <laughs> i was wrong <laughs> i'm standing by kiss as knights and satan service I do think it's so funny that, like, the sensibilities of the day back then were like, I want to rock and roll all night. People were like, that's devil music. That's, <laughs> like, I don't know. Being someone who was, like, into, like, heavy metal from, like, a really early age, I always thought it was so funny to think of, like, people listening to ACDC and being like, this is devil music. <laughs> it's so, it's so sinister. I want to like, not clean like my room. Bullshit. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so yeah, it's so funny to me. There's a time when, um... Actually, funnily enough, uh, Hunter was the one that showed me them, but it was like a, a band that was like Satanist, I think, even like in a theistic way, like they were actually like people who worship the devil. Um, and I remember playing them in the car once, uh, and my neighbor, who was a very, has always been like a devout Christian or whatever, um, was asking about it. And I was like, oh yeah, it's like a Satanist band. They like actually believe in Satan. And like, I forgot at that point that that's like, that, that was my like taste of like, oh yeah, people take this shit really seriously. I forgot about that because he got like legitimately upset that we were playing that music in the car. <laughs> Because the music itself was imbued with the power of Satan and was going to harm you? I don't know. He was so, like, offended, like, Pearl Clutch to be like, these people actually worship Satan and you're listening to them? <laughs> <laughs> you really forget that th these are, that this is a real thing for people. Incredible. Yeah, I, like I said, I was talking to Pierce today about this theme and he was like, yeah, my mom, like, actually actively did not like me watching cartoons that weren't Mickey Mouse because that was the only safe one. <laughs> Everyone else was satanic. Those people understand that to us, it sounds like they're just literally going, oh, no, ghouls and goblins and ghosts. Yeah, no, I don't think they realize that. I think it's very serious for them. <laughs> they don't know that that's how it's coming off or do they know and they just think we're foolish, we're playing with fire? That, nah, nah. I mean, it's like that for a lot of, like, actually, yeah, for, like, ghouls and goblins and, like, people who believe in ghosts, where, like, there's that, like, section of people who are like, you know, I don't really believe in ghosts, I'm a reasonable person, but saying that name three times in a mirror, like, you know, I just don't fuck around with it. Like, what if it's true, you know? Yeah, yeah, like, yeah. I don't want to face the consequences. <laughs> there's, like, that sect of people, and then there's the people who are like, yeah, I don't know. So you think there's people who's like, hey, devil, who knows, who doesn't know, but, like, I'm not, I'm not gonna fuck around with that I'm not testing it. Yeah, I'm not yeah, testing yeah, it's like, it. I'm not gonna test it. <laughs> Yeah, the idea of being scared of a devil is more reminiscent to me emotionally of little girls freaking out while using a Ouija board than any sort of, like, yeah, true. Yeah, that's, that's kind of what I was saying. It was like, the, you know, you go in the bathroom in the dark and you light a candle and you say someone's name three times or whatever. Wasn't it Bloody Mary or what was her name? Uh, I think there's a lot of versions of that game, but yeah, Bloody Mary was definitely the one I knew. 
It would be cool if you just a Bloody Mary showed up. <laughs> That's just one of the ways you could get a nice drink. Very cool. That would be cool. Now that's an idea for a bar. as a secret drink order Ooh. you can do in the bathroom. That is that is the one drink I would not want out of a bathroom <laughs> if I had to choose. <laughs> Gun to my head would be a Bloody Mary. Especially if it's one of those Bloody Marys that has like a fried chicken on top and like a hamburger and some pickles. You're right. Of all the things that would like absorb scented flavor, yeah. it would definitely be a Bloody Mary. Yeah, I'm already not a huge fan and you can't distinguish once you get enough savory flavors together just what the stank flavor is it's too much i also don't like bloody mary's oh i'm, I'm a mimosa boy 100 during brunch bro so yeah did your parents care about this at all the specific story i told about the listening to the devil music or whatever with my neighbor my parents were driving because we were young enough that we were getting driven around so my parents didn't care that i was playing the music no, I, my parents were somewhat superstitious they didn't like it if i opened an umbrella in the house they'd just be like paul close that up that was less bad luck. Mm. And my mom definitely put good talismans around the house. Like uh, ones that were supposed to keep me safe with like little mm -hmm. religious stuff on them. Just but a no, salt on the window? My mom never did uh my mom never did a like this thing is satanic or demonic thing. She wasn't uh, that type. Yeah, yeah, that's not something I really relate to to be honest. Oh, I guess I get like again, so going through that same neighbor, I know it took a long time for his mom to let him read Harry Potter because she thought it was satanic. And she wouldn't let him play Pokemon for the longest time because it had evolution in it. <laughs> um, mm. His mom's a medical doctor, by the way. <laughs> Wait, so how do you feel about um, the separation between theistic Satanism, non-theistic Satanism, and then the Church of Satan and the temple, the Satanic temple, with the Satanic temple being more of the, like, we're a group of people who don't believe in an actual Satan, but we, like, challenge local abortion laws or, like... The Satanic locals. temple is definitely yeah. just a troll group. They're using it as, uh, like... The meaning of it is to challenge separation of church and state. I think you're, I think that's a little bit off. They do still have like the seven tenets of it, and it's still like a bit of like a, a philosophical organization. Oh, okay. I thought there was other groups that were a little bit more like, hey, we're secular. We don't really believe in Satan, but we believe that Satanism, like, you know, means self-empowerment or means improving your life. Or No, yeah, they still have a lot of that. Okay, they still have a lot of that. And then there's Levian Satanism, which mm -hmm. they're the ones who are still pretty kooky. Like, they don't believe in Satan, so they get called secular, but they believe in magic. So they don't believe in Satan, but they're Satanists and they believe in magic, which seems like an like odd... black magic, yeah. It seems like an odd line to draw that magic is real but satan himself isn't are other demons real in levian satanism or no no they're not theistic i don't i don't think they believe in a literal satan i mean believing in magic is basically being theistic like how far off is that like you're still believing in some sort of supernatural presence i think they still do the um satan is a metaphor thing i don't think that's what separates them from the yeah satanic temple oh yeah it's a really heated thing between them it seems like i don't really get the all of the separation between them i know that uh ghost main has that lyric about uh calls himself a reincarnated crowley but then later in the verse says uh fuck levey you're so fake divine so i assume he's a temple of uh satanic temple dude and not a church of satan dude mm. but i don't really get what all their beef is about why can't they always get along i thought satan was about having fun bringing your friends together yeah just goes to show any sort of organized religion man Oof. I was thinking about, I, I was talking about this with a friend earlier. I'm kind of surprised that I never got into it and like started identifying as one as a, like as an edgy teenager. 
Yeah, that's interesting. I would have never gone down that path. That is so antithetical to my personality to like yeah, purposefully yeah, yeah. offend people for no reason. I think I could, I could have seen myself doing it, and I'm honestly surprised that I didn't. Because I did have a friend who tried to, he didn't try and convert me, but he did introduce me to it. Like, he told me all about being a Satanist and him being a, a Satanist or whatever. Um, and I was like, ah, oh, that, that seems cool. I, I, Marilyn Manson, uh, I think back then I was like, he seems like an okay dude. <laughs> Wrong about that one. Um, <laughs> yeah, Marilyn Manson really did an interesting switcheroo where it was like, wow, people don't like him just because of his edgy aesthetic. And his, yeah. It's like he's just proving that people are so skin deep and that he just actually was a scumbag. And it's like, oh. <laughs> wow <laughs> that's so funny dude i wonder how my is that a w for for conservative moms like they <laughs> that they called that one based yeah. on his appearance i think so man they got to feel vindicated by that i had a high school teacher who was um i was recently talking about her and i feel bad about it but the way i described her was like you know when you're a kid and you kind of just know that you're like smarter than the adult that you're talking to mm. <laughs> she was kind of like that but she was quirky and interesting she really liked charles manson um so we had to read helter skelter for our english class and she really liked Marilyn Manson um, for the reason that you're kind of describing where it's like, you know, he's so edgy, but watch his interview about Columbine and he's so insightful or whatever. And then uh, what was the other thing? I don't know. We had to like watch videos of him in our English class, like about him talking about like going to a Catholic school and being a uh, a candy dealer because uh, candy was uh, not allowed at his school. And that was like his first taste of being a bad boy. <laughs> it was such an absurd part of my public school education. All right, I should have done this before the show, but I'm going to Google celebrities who are Satanists. Oh, apparently David Bowie very seriously believed in witches. To He hired a white witch to exercise him after fearing that black witches were going to curse him. Oh, that sounds racist. Also sounds like a great gig for that witch. Yeah, that would be kind of cool. If you could be hired as Bowie's personal, like, witch protector, mm -hmm. it's almost like when, um, was it Waka Flocka who put out the ad for, like, a ten thousand uh, dollar gig being his like blunt roller, <laughs> like it's a pretty good gig if you can get it. Yeah. Ten thousand dollars is not really a living wage though. He would probably have to pay you for like all your meals and stuff. Like he would have to pay for your housing and meals too. I assume that comes with it. Otherwise, what is he doing? You get these. He's smoking blunts at the end of the night. He's, you got to be there pretty late. I think at that point you're like, you know, you, you, you got to get him bed with Waka Flocka, cuddle him. Yeah, brick squad, tuck him in. Give him a little kiss on the forehead and make him his uh, warm milk. I think the only... Well, he wouldn't drink milk. He's a vegan. Oh, true. I always forget. His warm oat milk. Who was LeVay? Was he a cool dude? Was he a rude dude with a dude? I guess so. I actually don't know what like his background was. Um, I just know that he's a big figure in changing Satanism from like a literary movement into like an actual religious movement of some sort. With actual like organization behind it. All right, let's get down to it, Adrian. People who are Satanists. You said you're surprised you didn't get into it. What, what What's your read on the situation? Because my read on it is the political ones, the Satanic Temple, that's about as close to, like, an understandable reason I can see to get involved in an organization is to, like, maybe prove a point about, like, what we do yeah. and don't allow at the bounds of church and state. But every other type, I don't know, it just seems like trying too hard to be edgy uh yeah i mean i think um the satanic temple is in the news right now because they're kind of on the front lines of the uh texas abortion uh bill uh going against that so yeah i think i understand what they're doing and they're doing cool stuff it's a little bit like a um more effective flying spaghetti monster type thing yeah um 
remember when that was big. I wonder if that's still a thing. Do people still do that? I'll Google it. Look up celebrities who <laughs> are in the Church of the Flying Spaghetti Monster. Oh, I didn't know it went as far back as 2005. Uh, mm-hmm. In 2005, somebody was paid $80,000 to write the Gospel of the Flying Spaghetti Monster, which is like their uh, holy book or whatever. Damn. Interesting. I don't believe in burning books, but if we were gonna burn books, I, I would say that's the one. <laughs> you think that's the one? I think that's the one. Not for, like, harmfulness, but for cringe? Yeah, yeah. I, I also just mm. feel like, you know, if we had, you know what I mean? Like, if it, if it was between that and any other book, like, if somebody was, you know, I'm not gonna go out and find it to burn it, but if I'm in a library and somebody's like, you have to burn one book, gun to my head. Mm. Which is a really real situation, Adrian. Yeah, Don't laugh. It happens all the time. It's like me being asked what drink I want out of the bathroom. <laughs> um. Anyways, answering your question that you asked me. Uh. Yeah. Obviously, the parts that are actually spiritual and stuff are just as silly as anything else that's spiritual. So. Yeah, a pretty easy thing to compare it to would be Wiccanism, right? Yeah. Because they're both like occult beliefs that have yeah. like modern believers. It's been like two or three years since I listened to the last podcast on the left episode about black magic and like Aleister Crowley and like all the people who like kind of believe in efficacy and doing these weird rituals. Uh, so I don't remember the specifics of it at all, but like, uh, yeah, I don't know. At that point, like the distinction between that and just like, I don't know, any other religions kind of blurred. I will say I feel like it's much easier to make fun of Satanism because it doesn't feel as gendered as mocking. Mm-hmm. Uh, Wiccas, Wiccans. It is still very racially centralized, though, in both. They're both very white, yes. I mean, yeah, obviously, yeah, yeah. if you're going to get involved in something like this, you have too much free time on your hand and are probably <laughs> the child of a wealthy person. I guess so. Also, the other point that I should make is when you were saying, like, reasons to join the group that, like, seem legitimate, I'll go ahead and, you know, I think people will figure out the connection from things we've talked about, but the theme was inspired by the most recent, um, channel five video that's about the uh, satanic meetup in uh arizona so i got those early on patreon and uh the big narrative of that was uh people who like were abused or like actively treated badly in the church as kids ended up most of them end up being satanists and it does have an air of like my mom made me go to church and i didn't like it but then also like an air of like much more serious like oh yeah i can see why that person doesn't like uh christianity and tried to find something else that also gives like a sense of community and like ritual or whatever uh dang i haven't seen that video yet but yeah that sounds uh that sounds like a legitimate reason to join i mean i think that's where it just kind of comes down to like why did that specifically appeal to them over any other sort of social group well i mean i think it's like a forked road like half of them went to buddhism and then the other half went to satanism And I mean, we make fun of white Buddhists too. So maybe we're just, we're not, we're, we're not giving people any room to take on a spiritual identity. We're just hey, I'm not stopping nobody. Hey, I ain't stopping nobody either. Remember that one kid we both knew though, who told us that Buddhism had no sexism in it. And that like, at the time I was dating a Buddhist girl and I was like, I'm pretty sure she's mentioned to me like that the like monks weren't allowed to touch her stuff. He's like, that doesn't sound like Buddhism. I'm like, she's an actual East Asian Buddhist. Like, yeah. it has told me that there's sexism in Buddhism. And you're just a white Buddhist in America who's like, I'm pretty sure Buddhism is when I like sit funny and say I'm meditating. Yeah, no, that's definitely one of those things where I took a class on religion and uh, one of the things that was hard to reconcile was like the long history of like 
sexist segregation in Zen Buddhism. Yeah. At least for the one white girl in my class who was like very, very interested in like actually getting into religion because of the class. She like uh, talked about it in class. And then I think she even like asked the professor to like have a one on one meeting about it. So no idea what he ended up saying, but I don't know how he wiggled his way out of that one. <laughs> cool. Other stuff about we were talked about music. We talked about Satanism and cartoons. How do you feel about um, one of the things that came up a lot when I was uh, researching this topic is that because of QAnon, we're kind of considered to be in like a second satanic panic. Mm. Um, with all like the adrenochrome and like the, you know, like satanic rituals and that being like a thing that's levied or levied. I mean, what I know from, uh, the other video was uh, an interview with, uh, Lucian Graves. who's like the head of the TS team, the satanic temple or whatever. Did he change his um, name to that or was he born with just a really great name? Yeah, no, he was just born to be that way. I think I don't actually know. <laughs> he probably changed it. Um, but yeah, he was like, most of the, like the letters that we have to deal with now are basically from QAnon people. Like there's like, that's like the new wave of like hate mail that we get. Um, of people like talking about us getting adrenochrome from kids or whatever. I love the idea that if the, all the QAnon shit was real, that they also are intimately connected to the group of dorks and nerds who are actually members of satanic churches. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, I promise you, if the Clintons are actually doing that shit, they are not doing it through any of the established satanic churches you find on Wikipedia. That's all a bunch of neckbeards. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I feel you pulling back a little bit. Is this because we as a podcast are worried that if we're too critical of Satanism that we're going to be hexed, cursed, uh, Jumanji'd? No, I think uh, even if they are a bunch of neckbeard, neckbeard losers who uh, have never touched grass. <laughs> uh, I'm just kidding. Even if they are a bunch of nerds, I don't think they're going to come after us. I feel like Satanists are generally at least kind of nice people, so I think they'd kind of be okay. Yeah, I will say, I, I'm, I'm sure while saying that, I, I like hanging out with weird people so I'm, I, I, would, I would enjoy hanging out with most satanists i feel like I haven't despite met, what i've met just said who's... about them that was all super negative <laughs> i haven't met anyone who's been openly uh satanist i think since high school which mm. is kind of weird to think about you think they'd have a, a larger presence um all right you want me to do my articles yeah yeah yeah, yeah. paul's doubling up this week which one are we doing first I'm doing a little double article thing this week, and the reason I'm doing it is because I think I've found the two sides of one conflict, both sending in advice column questions to their respective publications that they write to. Interesting. I thought you were doing two because one of the core tenets of Levain Satanism is uh, indulgence. <laughs> they call it indulgence, not gluttony. I think they're probably like both. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like they probably would do that on purpose, like flip the like seven deadly sins into like the seven instead of sloth. It's kick him back, relax him, max and all <laughs> kick cool. him back, max and relax him. Cool. <laughs> <laughs> instead of sloth, <laughs> or like uh, <laughs> instead of greed, instead of lust, it's laying pipe. <laughs> um, instead of greed, is get get the bag, get in the bag, yeah. Instead of wrath, it's uh, getting hangry. <laughs> Am I right? Okay. All right, which one are we doing first? The Green Bay Press Gazette. Dear Pastor Skelly, I met a girl recently who says she's a witch, but denies she has nothing to do... Wow, but double negatives, and I don't think they use them right. Let me reread that. I met a girl recently who says she's a witch, but denies she has nothing to do with worshipping Satan or anything evil. I'm fascinated by this, but wonder what you think. 
Yeah, no, you're right. That sentence means the opposite of what they think it means. Uh, okay, that's the whole question. Yeah. Damn. All right, let's move to the other question. We're going to ask both questions and read both answers. Okay, my man. This one is uh, Ann Landers, classic. Dear Ann Landers, I'm a practitioner of a nature-based religion called Wicca. I'm a witch. Most people know little about us thinking we are weird. We do not worship Satan. That is a Christian concept. We do not believe in Satan. We do not sacrifice living things, humans, or animals. Our first tenet is harm none. Three months ago, a coworker, Miss R, noticed a silver pentagram I wear around my neck and commented that it was a satanic symbol. I informed her of my basic beliefs. Most people accept my explanation, but not Miss R. She has made it her mission to save me and convert me to her religion. She tapes Bible verses to my computer screen and puts religious tracts on my desk. I've told Miss R that I am not interested in converting, but she does not hear me. The woman is a religious nut, and she is driving me crazy. Yesterday, she came up behind me and baptized me with bottled water. Miss R is close to retirement age, and I don't want to get her fired. I have already complained to management, and she has been warned. If I complain again, she will undoubtedly lose her job. How can I get her to lay off? Hmm. I see what you mean. Yeah, so I'm pretty sure we we found Miss R writing in to Pastor Skelly. Pastor Skelly, I assume, is going to take a more religious angle, and Ann Landers a more secular angle. They're both kind of looking for advice from the people who would probably already best be uh, oriented to their beliefs, right? Just goes to show the inherent bias in advice columns. Nobody's asking the columnist who they don't think would agree with what they already want to do. Uh, I will say, I think the person in the first column is a little bit more of an of amused tone. I feel like Miss R would be a little bit more of a uh, condescending tone but uh for the sake of argument we're gonna say that these, these are the two people their first tenant is do no harm so adrian wouldn't be the first time somebody didn't follow their religious rules am i right Ooh, got him oh wait she was a wicca anyway it's just her co-worker insists oh. she's a satanist which i do like that yeah, vibe yeah. of her being like no 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 well because she's got the pentagram other than in, like, pop culture media, does that have anything to do with Christian Satanism? Like, a Christian Satan? Yeah, the uh, the inverted pentagram is the symbol of the Church of Satan. Okay. Okay. Once again, does the Church of Satan have anything to do with the Christian concept of Satan? No, but I don't think they have these things sorted out in their heads, so I don't think it matters. <laughs> Fair enough. Fair enough. Yeah, okay, who do you want to give advice for, to first? Uh, I think let's give it to the uh, Wiccan who's been misinterpreted as a Satanist by Miss R. Uh, I think the part about her being baptized is really funny. I feel awesome. you have- Can you be baptized with bottled water? I thought it had to be like, well, I guess I was baptized in a pool. Uh, I bet she had her pastor like, you know, uh, make it whole it. in the water? Yeah. Mm. Uh, no, whatever it's called when you holify the water. Make it holy. Holy fuck, you put that dick in there. <laughs> That's what you do. Uh, wait, Paul, have you ever been baptized? Yeah, of course. Wait, was it for you when you, was, when you were like a baby? Yeah. Oh, okay. I did it when I was like 12 or something. Oh, yeah, because you let those weird Christian kids at our school get to you. I can't remember what it was. I think it was when I was like religious in middle school, and I checked a box at like church saying that I was thinking about getting baptized. And so the pastor and, like, one of his friends literally just showed up to my house one night to talk to me about it. Uh, we had to, like, invite them in and, like, give them coffee and stuff. Um, and, uh, yeah, they were like, if percentage-wise, if you were to die right now, how sure are you that you would go to heaven? 
And I was like, I'm like 50-50, but I'll say 100 because I think that's what you guys want me to hear, just want me to say. Wait, that, you're 100% sure you'd go to heaven? Why do you need to be baptized if you're 100% sure? It's a good point. I think I they know. wanted you to say a low number. <laughs> that, way, that way they can upsell you on the baptism? <laughs> exactly. I really think you completely misread that situation. I mean, I still got the baptism. How did they react to, you said, I'm 100% sure I'm already going to heaven, no need for help from the church? They shook my hand, like, you're the pastor of the church now, I'll follow you through hell, brother. <laughs> you're clearly more religious than me, I've had my doubts, I'm only 95% sure. <laughs> I've looked at another woman that wasn't my wife, and then eventually cheated on her, which is true. <laughs> the pastor that baptized me had to leave because he cheated on his wife. <laughs> People from Lexington are so cool. Dude, it's crazy that cheating on your wife is, like, the number one pastime <laughs> in the super religious uh, town that we're from. It is crazy how many people I remember hearing cheated on their wives. Like, you just kind of hear about it and just be like, yeah, that guy cheated on his wife. Yeah, uh, I don't know. I, what you, obviously, if it was you, you would play it up, right? Like, when she baptized you, you'd be like, ow, ow. God damn, what was that, acid? Dude, okay, so again, going back to the fact that, like, I was super edgy, like, about that in high school, I was talking to Pierce about how, like, I was, like, I was literally the president of an atheist club in high school, and it was very well known, to the point where that same teacher who liked Marilyn Manson, uh, one of the things we had to do, because I was in that program that was, like, international, is one of the exams you take is, like, recorded in person with your teacher, and then they send it off to, like, the, you know, organization to actually get graded. And so we needed a quiet place to do that. So we just rented out like a room in a church for the day during the school day and like coordinated rides to go out there. And when I came back, she was literally like, yeah, it was so religious in there. I was surprised Adrian wasn't like burning in the skin or whatever while he was there. That's interesting. You said it was well known because I'm pretty sure we were friends in high school. As I recall, and I did not know you were president of the ACS club. I would have made fun of you for that. You should have given me that information. I'm sorry. Well, Hunter and I turned it into a science club because we thought the atheist thing was really boring after a year. Oh, okay. That's what became Space Club. I knew you were president yeah, yeah. of we Space were, Club. We took over the Free Thought Society and made it into the science thing because we were like, you know what, talking about not believing in God. It's exactly that Neil deGrasse Tyson quote about how like atheism, like no one gets together to make a club about not playing golf. Like it's it, one of the things that the Satanic Church tries to do is like give organization to people who are non-religious, but it is hard to just kind of based on that, make a group that's interesting in any way at all. Yeah. All right, like let's get to some advice. Um. Yeah. So play it up. You gotta. You gotta definitely make yourself make it seem like you're slowly being possessed. Like Ooh. when nobody else is around, just be like, "This is no longer Rachel. The devil is speaking through me." <laughs> well, did oh, like, well, <laughs> I, did you feel a cold breeze go through the room? Oh, I, I blanked for a second. She does the same voice as Batman. She's like, "Where's Rachel?" <laughs> <laughs> yeah no play it up sounds really fun it sounds like a good way to break up the monotony of work to be honest this is a work situation like who cares what's the uh what's the injury called there's like a name for if you're injured in the same places as jesus like on your palm and your forehead like wait what yeah there's a, it's like called uh stigmata um so stigmata is the name of like uh religious wounds that appear where jesus was crucified that's like a coincidence thing, right? That's like finding Jesus in your real cheese, like... Stigmata in Christianity are the appearance of bodily wounds, scars, and pain in locations corresponding to the crucifixion of Jesus, such as hand, wrists, and feet. Stigmata is associated with Roman Catholicism. Uh, many reporting it are uh, members of the Catholic Church. Mm. 
Interesting coincidence. Uh, and they are recognized for their religious significance. Okay, cool. You're gonna you get get yourself a red marker, or maybe even some good makeup if you know somebody. Uh, and mm-hmm. you're a Wicca, so I mean, I have to assume your other hobby is uh, makeup addiction videos on YouTube. So. <laughs> injure yourself you're gonna give yourself some stigmata what else what else can uh really give like the impression that something wholly occult and unnatural is going on to uh misar um i don't know it's hard to know what what you can do within the bounds of the workplace because i know i watched um uh, i subscribed to the latino uh people twitter on uh sub on the the subreddit on reddit or whatever and there was a a video of a guy doing a prank where he like put a stool in the bed next to his wife so he could kind of look like he was levitating with the blanket on like being possessed (laughs) and woke up his wife doing that (laughs) which i guess that is like i don't know if we brought in that part of it but like yeah dude like people like in guatemala are definitely like way more like scared of the devil than i think most americans are like even if you're like a semi like cosmopolitan like non-religious person if you saw that you'd still be like oh hell no <laughs> oh really quick about the concern about miss r being close to retirement age is that one of those things where if she gets fired she like doesn't get her full pension or something is it like she was like damn i was two days from retirement and then <laughs> i got tattled on by this little wicked girl I guess so, but also at the same time, like, that's just going to make it much harder for them to fire her without, like, very just cause. Because then, you know, you have a lawsuit on your hands. Um, if they can prove you fired them to, like, reduce their retirement benefits. Alright, advice for, uh, Miss R. Keep going, girl. Invite her to church. Bring your pastor to the office. I mean, you're saving a soul, you gotta do it. You know what I will say? All things considered, Miss R is actually behaving how you should behave if you really believed in the tenets of your religion. Yeah, yeah. People who say they're religious and then don't act like this, kind of liars. That's actually a really good point. I remember one time, I think um, I think I played you the song War by King Los, which is like uh, him talking about how like uh, the soul and spirituality of America is going downhill or whatever. And you were like, it's a little bit dramatic. And I was like... Yeah, but, like, if you really believed in this shit, you would be like, there's a war going on. <laughs> yeah, I kind of feel the same way. I feel like if you really believe this shit, what are you doing? Yeah, you should be trying to save everybody's soul. Like, what, your job yeah. is more important than her eternal soul? Like, yeah, your job exists on the earthly plane. You'll be rewarded many times over in the kingdom of heaven. Mm. Preach it, brother. Amen. Uh, and to save her soul and let her go to heaven, too? I don't know. That's that's God's work. That's that completely falls in line with what you believe. I, I really can't give you any advice. You're doing the right thing as far as your belief system goes. Yeah, I would recommend so- not believing that devil worshippers are going to hell. That's a weird thing to believe. I mean, it makes sense. <laughs> it makes sense from her perspective. Set her up with a nice Christian man. Mm-hmm. All right, we solved that mystery. All right, you want to get into the answers? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Answer by Pastor Skelly. Many, like this girl, would say there are different kinds of occult practices, and she's not involved in Satanism. The Bible and the history of occult practices shows this is false. All occult practices have their origin in Satan rather than God. They're a false substitute for the worship and service of God and are wrong. The Bible continuously tells us to have nothing to do with any type of occult practice. That would be including fortune-telling, sorcery, charms, spiritism, horoscopes, or any other occult practice or belief. So far, just 
writing notes, he's using the word occult practice a lot, using that phrase too much. Like he should have synonym founder for that. I also just had this realization. It's kind of like the doctor is a woman. Uh, Bobby Skelly is a woman. Oh, yeah, because they have the image of her. Although common in the ancient world, God's people were commanded to have nothing to do with them. Let no one be found among you who practices divination or sorcery, interprets omens, engages in witchcraft, casts spells, or who is a medium or spiritist, or who consults the dead. Deuteronomy 18.10.11 When those who are involved in these occult practices in Ephesus turn to Christ, they immediately burn their occult books. Acts 19.19 Satanism and occult practices have increased immensely in the last 30 to 35 years, and I've counseled people who belong to them, so don't take this lightly. I I love that bit about it increasing immensely. I feel like that's when one of those, like, NGOs does a democracy index. Like, by what metric Mm. has Satanism increased immensely? (laughs) Show me your data. I believe it's a part of deep spiritual hunger on the part of many. I'm thinking you may be one of them, and down deep inside you're searching for the meaning of life. I can tell you won't find it this way. You will find it only in Jesus Christ, the Son of God, who died for our sins, and who is the only way and truth and the life. John 14, 6. He loves you and wants you to come into your life so you can follow him and serve him so you may have a blessed life. Just by attending one of these practices opens the doors to Satan and the power of darkness. Read Ephesians 6. So don't get fascinated by practices which you think will lead you to God. Instead, you can know God personally by giving your life to Jesus Christ and hope you will strongly consider it. Thanks so much for writing. Many are afraid to ask such questions. Ensure you've helped others to understand this. Some odd phrasing, and oftentimes I missay what I'm reading on this podcast, but a lot of the odd phrasing here, I think I read correctly. She just phrased things oddly, and also it seemed like for a while, she was writing from the perspective that the question asker was an occultist. Yeah, yeah. Well, it sounded like she was saying that she was interested in it, which is why she was like, hey, don't go down that road. Oh. Because she was like, I find it fascinating. Oh, okay. I-, I didn't read too much into that. I thought it was like, I find it fascinating that she's trying to excuse her Satanism. I didn't really read it as mm. I'm fascinated in joining. <laughs> no, yeah. I like how she just told you to read an entire chapter of the Bible. I feel like... um. <laughs> I'm not a big fan of uh, horseshoe theory, but I think the only types of people online who tell you to read entire things as part of their argument, atheist communists and religious Bible people. (laughs) Uh, Read theory, Adrian, okay? You're not going to be able to understand this if you don't have a basic idea of Kropotkin. My answer to your critique, read Marks. (laughs) Okay, and now the answer to Jennifer. This is a short one by uh, Ann Landers. Dear Jennifer... There is no way you can get a religious fanatic to lay off. She believes she is doing the Lord's work, and nothing will deter her. Avoid this woman like the plague. Be busy when she comes around. Throw out the religious material she places on your computer. If you are not willing to report this woman for harassing you, your only alternative is to look for another job yourself. Good luck. I don't know. Ann Landers is, like, pretty narrow scope for how you can handle these things. I think we gave some decent alternatives. Yeah, other than quit your job or get her fired. Yeah. I think you could challenge her to a religious duel. My Satan versus your God. Let's see who wins. Mm. Yeah, you could do that thing where you're like, well, if believing the devil was satanic, then God strike me down right now. And just be like, mm, didn't happen. Clearly he doesn't care. 
<laughs> that would get her to get away from you. If being Wiccan is satanic, then God strike me and everybody within 10 feet of me down right here where I stand. <laughs> right now. Right <laughs> now. <laughs> She's running full speed <laughs> away from you. <laughs> she Scooby-Doo runs. She's like in place for a hot second and then a cloud comes up and then she just zooms off. Wow. Well, well. Yeah, both both pretty uh, unsatisfactory answers, but, you know. All right, Adrian, you ready to go to your article? Um, okay, cool. So this is an article we're bringing back uh, a columnist, Ask Andrew WK. Um, and this isn't, I think it's a little bit like yours. It doesn't actually explicitly mention Satanism, um, but it's titled, My Boyfriend Listens to Evil Music. Um, and I think we kind of, as a, like a precursor to this, uh, that is a big part of, uh, the satanic panic. And then also, yeah, music's a big part of at least the cultural conception of Satanism and stuff. So I figured this was, uh, fit enough for the theme. Here we go. Dear Andrew, I'm writing today because you're such a positive person and I need help dealing with negativity. I've been with my boyfriend for two years, but recently I've been having a harder and harder time hanging out with him at his house. Don't get me wrong. It's not that I have a problem with him personally. I just have a problem with his music. He's always been into metal and pretty aggressive stuff, but now his musical taste seems to be getting more... truly evil. I can't even describe how some of the music sounds. It's just really negative vibes. The album artwork and posters and books that he has in his room all confirm this. Lots of blood and guts and devils and just evil-looking stuff. I'm not a goody-two-shoes or anything, but I was raised in a very loving family <laughs> who taught me that stuff like this can be really bad for your karma. And I really don't feel comfortable around it. And even more than that, I really don't want this stuff corrupting my boyfriend and making him change from the loving, positive person he is. I tried removing some of the albums from his room, and he freaked out. I tried telling him I wouldn't come over with that stuff in his house, but that didn't work either. I don't want to make him mad, but I don't want this negative stuff out in our lives. So, since you're so focused on positivity, I'm hoping you can give me some advice. How do I rescue my boyfriend and our relationship from these negative influences? Thank you. Sick of negative vibes. Paul, how do you feel about this guy listening to 100 Gex? <laughs> 100 Gex is not dark. They're all about. <laughs> Laura Less has the white hair. If anything, she's an angel, Adrian. That's true. I just don't know what he's listening to if he previously listened to metal, but now this is like a bridge too far. Unless she means metal as in like Three Days Grace or something like that. She was like, he was listening to a lot of Linkin Park, but now he's listening to something that's truly evil. <laughs> Do you think this is one of those guys who like listens to that metal band that like burned down a church and murdered a guy like the true Nazi Satanist sort of guys? Is it like a Finnish band or something? I think so. Like an actual like black metal band? Um, yeah. And he was one of those people who was like a little too proud to like describe what they did and be like, but they're actually pretty good. I don't support like what the artist did, but like. Hey, art from the artist. You know what I mean? <laughs> I'm trying to think of this scenario about her like giving him the ultimatum of like, I'm not coming over anymore if you have this stuff in your house. And uh, the fact that he didn't budge on it at all. To be fair, though, usually that stuff isn't about what it's about, right? It's not that he actually wants the imagery more than he wants to be with her, uh, or like he wants to keep the posters up more than he wants to be with her. It's more about like, it feels unreasonable for you to make this request or control me in this sort of way, right? Yeah, I kind yeah. of get that, yeah. It's not so much like, I'm sure, I don't know, maybe maybe it is, maybe he loves having these posters and books up, but like... I'm sure it's, to me, it would feel unreasonable, like, if a friend told me that he was into, I would be like, I agree with her aesthetically, that's stupid, you should take it down, but it's also a bad look for her to be changing you and asking you to <laughs> change what you like. 
This is one of many advice columns where I wish we just got like two links to the kind of music he's listening to and like two <laughs> photos of what the out, like artwork actually looks like. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, you think it's just going to end up being like a Megadeth and it's just like a robot holding a crystal skull or something like that. Sort yeah. of like kitschy metal. Honestly, if this girl isn't into it, my advice is like the guy should dump her and he should find like a, you know, a goth cutie to uh, start dating. Adrian, are you trying to give him your number? Mm, you know I'm not a goth cutie. Could be. I don't think I could pull it off. See, Adrian, why don't you believe in yourself? This is what I don't get about you. It just takes too much time to, like, put on the makeup and everything. Like, don't get me wrong, I'm sad, but, like, I don't understand <laughs> how goth people just do that every day. <laughs> hey, you can steal comedy from canceled people. That's been our rule since day one. That's been our rule. <laughs> I do, like, I think maybe my favorite sentence, and there's a lot of good ones in here, is I'm not a goody two-shoes or anything, but I was raised in a very loving family who taught me that stuff like this can be bad for your karma. I feel like there's so much information in there. <laughs> Do you re- remember the homoerotic column we brought in for Adam's episode where the lady was yeah. like, I'm not a prude or anything, but why would a guy make jokes about wanting to sleep with his friends? Like, I just. <laughs> no, it was the one where she was like, uh, where there's like a lot of cool people around. And don't get me wrong, I'm cool. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's what it was. <laughs> don't get me wrong, I'm cool. I love people. I'm a people person, man. I love people. I love seeing the multitude of ways they say and do ridiculous things and believe ridiculous things mm. i think trying to connect it to having been raised by a very loving family is why you're not into metal is like super funny i don't know it seems like maybe like i don't really understand how these people are together in the first place they seem kind of like she's a bit uh i don't even know what the word is like naive i don't know yeah yeah like she's going up to her friend who does uh, she's going up to her friend and being like i love how you I love how you wear purple eyeshadow. Like me, my parents, my they pa- love me. <laughs> my dad stuck around. So. <laughs> I love how you wear purple eyeshadow. Me, my dad stuck around, so I don't really do that myself. Oh <laughs> uh, yeah, I, I don't, I don't know, man. Um, what do you think Andrew WK's answer is going to be to this? Is he like into metal music and stuff? Yeah, or I guess this is beyond that. This is a uh, crazy stuff, right? His his whole thing is being spiritual, and I could see him taking a left field thing about how bad imagery causes bad vibes. So she's right, but I think most likely he's going to say because he was like a real party rocker, right? So he's going to be like a hmm, the intersection of spirituality and party rocking. Uh, it was just one of those like random tweets that made me laugh way harder than it should have. But someone pointing out that LMFAO put out an album called Party Rocking, and then a follow up album called Sorry for Party Rocking, and then never released anything else. <laughs> Such a funny sequence of events to happen in the world. <laughs> Did they split up? Weren't they like cousins or something? They were related, right? They made so much money from that one. That was in so many commercials at the time and stuff, dude. They got so much money from that one song. They were doing good. They were doing well. Superman does good. They were doing well. <laughs> Shut up. Real advice, Paul? What would you do if your partner was listening to real uh, negative, uh, heavy imagery stuff? Man, I'd be so upset. Ask anybody. I'd be pissed. Would you do more like a like a more um, therapist-inclined solution where you like try and replace it with something else to be positive? Oh, yeah. Okay, so there you go. The idea should be that she should, every time he listens to music, should Play I'm happy by slap Pharrell. him. And 
anytime. Oh, I was going with the replacement thing. Anytime he happens to be listening to Happy by Pharrell, she gives him a little reward, like a little chuckle. So he starts to associate happy music with treats. I once did a Would You Rather where one of the consequences was the song uh, I'm Happy by Pharrell playing a lot in your life. I forgot what the trigger was, but that's when I learned that other people do not hate that song as much as I do. Because <laughs> everyone who I asked that to in the circle was like, oh, I actually kind of like that song. I wouldn't mind that. I kind of like that song, too. Do you really? I, th- I find it so incredibly grating. I think it got overplayed. It is one of those songs that got overplayed, but it's not like as fundamentally offensive to my sensibilities as like a... Uh, as a see you again. <laughs> no, I'd put it up there, man. I think it's right about there for me. Really interesting. Yeah, I find it really annoying. I reread it and I just saw that there was also a part about her actually trying to remove the stuff from his room and him freaking out, which I think goes back to your other thing about her uh, maybe not being wrong aesthetically, but definitely being in the wrong and how she's handling this in every way. So Yeah, yeah. I don't know. If it was like a shared space, sure, but it, it's like his space. Until you move in together, it's not you mm. don't really have a say. And I feel like the incorrect place she's starting from is believing that she has a say over his space. Like, mm. um, unless it's slowly becoming a shared space, or there's some sort of like extra circumstance. It seems like she probably is um, misunderstanding how much control she's allowed to have over this situation. Yeah. Now, if she really doesn't like it, I mean, I think it's, I don't know, like, it's just like, do you want to be with somebody you have to change, or do you want to find somebody that you're compatible with? Like, I, I don't know, maybe every relationship doesn't need to be salvaged. If you're that offended by something he likes, maybe, it, not that, like, I'm saying break up, it doesn't feel like a big enough thing to break up over, but like, I don't know. For two years. You gotta keep it in mind, like, if you just can't stand what he likes. Then one of you's, if ne- clearly he considers it important enough to him that he doesn't want to just change it for you, mm-hmm. and then you have to decide if it's important enough to you to not be around that imagery. Um, if not, one of you's going to be unhappy, and maybe you need to start thinking about why that incompatibility exists. Yeah, so I think one of the things I'm noticing is that I think along with the karma thing, her talking about vibes a lot. I feel like she has some vague spirituality to her because she also uses the phrase like, how do I rescue my boyfriend? And karma. She said karma. Yeah. It seems like she thinks that like, this is an actually like spiritually important thing, which I feel like that's what you're saying at that point. And I would say you guys just aren't compatible at that point, but it seems more than aesthetic is what I'm saying. It seems like she actually thinks that this is like going to be an issue that like these vibes are going to corrupt him and make him a not good boyfriend. Well, she seems to think that not being wholesome is, uh, is an indicator of moral quality, right? Because like she connected like her good upbringing with the fact that she likes wholesome imagery. So she she likes parks and rec in the office. (laughs) He likes metalocalypse. (laughs) So she's literally like, I just imagine her like, yeah, I mean, the same bit I did earlier, but being like, that is so great. Like your fake nails, wear long fake nails. Wow. I just would never do that. Like, um, my mom didn't drink, you know? Do you connect with any of this of having a partner? She didn't do the really cliche thing of being like everything else about him is perfect. She kind of just generally said like, I do enjoy being with him or whatever. Um, have you ever I connect with, with this a lot <laughs> of uh, having a partner who doesn't like your music? Yes. And also having a partner who, um, I can't remember. But yeah, I do connect to this. I have definitely uh, had a partner who did not like my music and thought it was a real tell about my moral uh, 
Yeah, my last girlfriend. She uh, she thought liking hip hop was a real tell about my misogyny. That must be <laughs> hiding under the surface. Yeah, I don't have much to say about that. I think that's annoying and not true. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I agree with you, Paul. Um, and uh, let's see what Mr. Andrew WK has to say. Dear sick of negative vibes. You know what the biggest negative vibe is in this situation? You. <laughs> Trying to make your boyfriend give up the music he enjoys? That is true negativity. I understand how you're feeling, but rather than censoring someone's experience, I suggest you strive to develop your own spirit and make it large and strong enough to appreciate and interact with all types of emotional concepts, all types of feelings, all types of people, and all types of beliefs, including those that deal with the ideas of darkness, cruelty, death, destruction, anger, hatred, and evil. Desperately trying to hide or make other people hide from certain types of feelings is a losing battle, and it's likely that we'll experience more hurt and damage in our efforts to avoid that part of the world than we will by developing a heart and mind capable of engaging with the full spectrum of reality, from light to dark and beyond. It's interesting how often people confuse evil-sounding music with truly evil. By its very nature, music is benevolent. Music means well, unless it's a diss track. It's spiritually impossible to bend the will of music towards a truly negative intention. Music can be used to achieve all sorts of things depending on who wants to use it and for what purpose. But the music itself is pure goodness. Music. I really like it. how your the example you did proves so much of this wrong. Like diss tracks are exclusively made <laughs> to hurt others and, oh, yeah, I and guess. elevate yourself. And everything he's saying, I just keep thinking, nope, not diss tracks. Nope, nope. <laughs> like I keep checking off the boxes for Andrew WK being wrong. Music doesn't want to waste its time in dealing with human concepts like good and evil. You are hiding a child. Let that boy come home. <laughs> Thankfully, music exists in a realm above and beyond the need for logical ideas and theories. Music is where we find relief from reason and truly experience pure feeling. Music is what feelings sound like. Feelings before we analyze and deconstruct them into digestible abstractions like happy feeling or sad feeling. Music is just pure feeling. Oh god, there's like four paragraphs left. Humans may have intentions, but music doesn't. Music is humanity with all of the bullshit removed. Music is humanity at its best. What? This is like words just to say words. Is Without humanity, <laughs> what, how would you even define music? Like, what is that old philosophical question? Like, trying to define a chair without invoking the concept of a human? It's like, trying yeah. to define music without the, invoking the concept of humanity. Like... Uh, a bird song? But a, f a human isn't listening to it, Adrian, come on. Mm, that's true. Besides, songs that try too hard to be nice and sweet can come off cloying and ingratiating. We all have our different tastes, and thank goodness we do. Yada, 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 yada. All right, last paragraph. So please don't give your boyfriend a hard time about the music he loves. Just love him and be glad he has music in his life that brings him joy. You can bring him joy too, or you can be a force that takes his joy away. And what would fill the void left by the absence of his music anyway? It would probably be filled with his resentment for you and more anger and disharmony that his evil music ever brought into your relationship in the first place. Ah, uh, he's filling, he's he's the one filling the room with disharmony with all those, uh, all that metal slanging around. Your intentions may feel noble and justified, but they're only going to cause harm. Too much damage in this world is caused by people trying to remove what they don't like from existence. I hope you put your energy into adding joy into the world. And please don't ever again try to take some away someone's music your friend andrew wk all right any thoughts on that ah he was harsher than i would be with my language for her it feels like she probably just 
I don't know, like like you said, vibe is a pretty uh inexact word, but I get it. Sometimes things bum me out, and I think she just didn't know how to handle that in a mature way. But yeah, I think the thing that I most resonated with was the idea of um I'm like a big uh even when I'm happy, I listen to a lot of sad music. I think that whole part of like music doesn't always like correlate one to one to the your emotions and uh, different music can like evoke different emotions from you. I don't know. As someone who listens to sad boy music, like even when I'm just feeling all right or like most of the time <laughs> that really hit home. I don't know. But yeah, there was a lot of it that I think you were right about that is uh, he almost like deified music as like a concept. <laughs> as like <laughs> I don't know. Yeah. Which also I think an odd part of that to me is that like, not only do I disagree with it, I think it kind of removes some of the, like, magic. Like, music is very tied to humanity. It really is odd to try to separate it and put it above or outside. Or, like, it's this, like, ethereal, like, this concept like God that's unknowable. It's like, no, it's very much like we create it for ourselves. It's almost the opposite to me. I don't know. Maybe I'm wrong about that, but. I think the other thing besides a diss track that's good to point out is, like, a protest song. Like, the idea that he's, like... Music has no political agenda, man. Music's just vibes, bruh. Like, a C note can't have a political agenda. And it's like, yeah, but, like, a song that's clearly, like, <laughs> written with lyrics that have a clear message can be something beyond this, like, nah, man, a scale and a harmony, man, that's just rhythm and flow. This is my fight song. I got high, high hopes for the living. Now, that song has no agenda. That song is just pure majesty. <laughs> Paul is doing the uh, Pete Buttigieg dance right now for the audience. All right, cool. I'm ready to go into the third segment if you are. All right. So I think we, um, as I kind of introduced my article with, one of the main things that people associate with Satanism is uh, Satanism in music uh, context. Um, and so I thought we could just do a really simple uh, third segment that is just rate the bars. So one to five stars, Paul, I'm going to give you a bar that mentions that mentions the devil or Satan, and I want you to give me uh, a rating on it. Uh, you can dissect the uh, wordplay or the rhyme scheme or just talk about whether or not you like the content, but um, I'm going to give you these bars and I just want you to rate them for me. Uh, and if you haven't seen uh, the Rate the Bars um, videos from BET on YouTube, uh, they're pretty fun. You should check them out. It's a fun series of videos where uh, they're really funny ones where like the rapper gets his own lyrics and doesn't recognize that it's his own lyrics or when they do recognize that it's their lyrics and they're like, oh, 1,000 out of you know five or whatever. It's the best lyrics ever. Um, or the ones where it's like, oh, I recognize these lyrics. It's, uh, one of my friends. So like, I can't give it a bad rating, but other otherwise when you get like really good, um, uh, actual, like kind of good analysis of like rap lyrics, it's pretty fun. All right. So we're starting with rap lyric number six. Here we go, Paul. <clears throat> oh, that seems like it's, uh, made to humiliate me when it turns out to be rappers. I don't like daddy said, I'm so determined, told me these goofies can't hurt me. I just might make some Earl tea. I was baptized like real early. I might give Satan a swirly. That sounds like a Earl sweatshirt bar. I'm going to give that one a five. I like that. All right. Um, that was Chance the Rapper's All We Got. Okay. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I'm I, I should have <laughs> realized give Satan a swirly. I was either going to do that one or the I stomp, stomp, stomp on Lucifer's Satan <laughs> from Hot Shower. <laughs> I don't remember that um, one. I remember the... I got muscles like Superman's trainer. I stomp, stomp, stomp on Lucifer's Satan. <laughs> um, all right, next one. My eyes, same color as a cherry pie. Whoa, see, I'm terrified. Crucifix heavy. Who gonna carry mine? Yeah, what's with all this talk about hell and Satan and sleep deprivation? If this planet Earth, then my hell's a basement. 
five. That sounds corny to me. I don't know. A two? Maybe even a one? One star? Yeah. All right. That was for the late Mr. Mac Miller on the track Ascension from Good AM. I've listened to that album so much. How do I not recognize that? I, I thought about taking out my eyes same color as a cherry pie because that was a giveaway for me to know what uh, song that was. Well, now I feel bad. I don't want to put that out there. <laughs> Tragic on Mac Miller. <laughs> hey, on a this, song this I the, like. You don't de- you don't deliver it like Mac does. <laughs> this is the beauty of rate the bars, man. I'm okay. not going to put any stank on it. I'm not going to put any personality on it. You're just rating these bars as they come to you. I hope you live a long life hating. Now watch every Grammy just to see who they nominating. So successful, they say I probably signed with Satan, but I got God on my side, always down to ride. Don't get it twisted. I ain't perfect in the least. I'm still all up in your girl's jeans like a crease. That also sounds corny to me. It sounds like it could be a Kanye bar <laughs> just by the uh, content, uh, but it also sounds corny to me. Uh, I'm going to give it a two, too. Okay. That is Logic's 5AM. Okay. Which is a song I actually like. <laughs> it's from his uh, Young Sinatra era. I like that song. But you can do that thing that a lot of people do on Rate the Bars where they're like, you know, I don't know how this sounds over the beat. I don't know, like, what, you know, the delivery's like. But for me, just rating the bars, this is a, you know, you can be an old head about it if you want. <laughs> I mean, that is true. That is true. I know, I like, I like the song Ascension. And I just didn't recognize those. And I gave it a low score. So it definitely sounds better to me over the actual music. I'm a burning hell, probably. But I'm a keep Satan waiting. I ain't done fornicating with women in every flavor. Eating pussy with chopsticks, you know I love my Asians. You would think, USC who we play with, Trojan helmet on, put her in the backspace, and then I hit the escape key in the bank. To me, this is like, I, I hate those bars, but I could see how it would work in a 2 chain song or something, but I, I hate those bars a lot. Mm. Like, they're so shitty, but I guess maybe in the right context they could be fine. I, I'm gonna give that a one star, man. Those are- Damn, one star. This song is my ringtone. <laughs> <laughs> fun fact for everybody um this is michi darko of uh flatbush zombies on new phone who dis (laughs) yeah okay yeah you see like now that i know who it is i'm like oh i bet i I can imagine his delivery that's i can imagine eating pussy with chopsticks you know i love my asians (laughs) (laughs) so we got like one five star so far and that's chance and then everyone else has been a one or two star yeah damn okay paul's a harsh break but you know he's got a discerning eye raw i'm gonna give it to you with no trivia Raw like cocaine, straight from Bolivia. My hip-hop will rock and shock the nation, like the Emancipation Proclamation. Weak MCs approach with slang that's dead. You might as well run into the wall and bang your head. I'm pushing force, my force you're doubting. I'll make devils cower to the Caucasus Mountains. That sounds like 90s hip-hop. I'm gonna give that a 5 just because you're supposed to, you know, respect the OGs. Give them the respect they deserve. And I'm gonna give it a 4 for that reason. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> all right uh yeah yeah good ear paul that is um you god of wu-tang clan on the mystery of chess boxing so that's definitely some 90s shit oh also if you want to add a little bit more about how you feel how they bring up satan if you want to think that they brought it up in an innovative way or if it was like a you know my okay. hot come like satan like a saba way or something like that feel free to bring that up as well since these are devil bars this is all god's doing man you can't plan it but if the devil's in the details then i'm satanic about to take over your city and you can't stand it. My accountant's saying you sink it like the Titanic. Oh my god, this is gonna end up being a rapper I love because those sounded so bad to me. Um, I feel like I've given a lot too, so I don't want to give it a two again, but I, I, that's what's in my heart, man, and I gotta go with- so, I feel like I'm gonna end up loving this guy because that just sounds so horrible to me. 
All right, two stars for old Drizzy Drake on the uh, on the song "Sneaking." All right, I got one right. Okay, uh, number your favorite rapper. That the, is it's not right or wrong. It's just rating the bar. <laughs> <laughs> well, I feel like I want to compliment the people I like. I want to give big ups to the people I like, and I want to shit on the people I don't like, so that I can prove to myself that it's like I'm internally consistent. You know what I mean? And saying you want to give big ups to the Ute Dem. I want to give a big ups to the Ute Dem. Yeah, I get what you're feeling, and that's kind of part of why I thought this game would be funny. <laughs> <laughs> you're absolutely correct that that was part of the conception of it. Same city, yeah. We can't break up. Nice mask on. I wore the same one. The greatest trick that the devil ever pulled was convincing women that they looked better with their makeup. Is that Kendrick? Um, I'll give it a five because I think it's Kendrick. I actually don't like those bars a lot, so I'll do the same thing. Um. Uh, I did before and knock it down a couple. Uh, I, I actually think that's probably a three. It's not like as horrible as some of them have been. But yeah, I think it is Kendrick, though. So just want to put out there that I love Kendrick. Okay, it's kind of funny. It's kind of the opposite Kendrick. This is Macklemore off the song <laughs> Thin Line. <laughs> Which I think is so funny. <laughs> you thought it was Kendrick. <laughs> I uh, thought this was so corny. This was easily the worst one of the bunch for me. <laughs> I thought it was because Kendrick has talked about makeup so often. And he often invokes the devil. So I was like, oh, this is probably Kendrick because he's mentioned the makeup and how much he doesn't like women wearing makeup and shit. And like, so yeah, many there's songs. that line on Humble. Yeah. Okay. Playing it safe. Playing it safe. You're doing exactly what the people on the actual show do on YouTube, which is they do play it a little bit politically at times. Perpetrating bitches, popping Percocet and percolating. Freelance for God, but do the work of Satan. Whatever works. I'm clever with the words if you haven't noticed yet. Light years ahead, I'm bright and I like to get oral sex. Soul brother number one plus one, getting fed like where drugs and guns come from. This Tech Nine, um, I, I really like those. That sounds like corny. Uh, this is one of those ones that it's almost the opposite, where it sounds like it could definitely be like a Hopson or a Tech Nine or like a corny, mm -hmm. like, uh, like spiritual lyrical rapper. But like, those are, those are pretty good raps. I'm going to give it a, I'll, I'll give it a five. This is Absol, Black Lip Bastard. Yeah, oh, okay. I think it's. I think they're pretty hard, especially yeah. like on the beat. Like, yeah, per perpetrating bitches, popping Percocet and percolating. Yeah. <laughs> also, the one about getting fed, like where drugs and guns come from, that's a bar. Yeah. Uh, this one had me doing the stank face. Another one where feel free to you know comments on multiple aspects of it, or yeah, feel yeah, free yeah. To comment sorry, on how you sorry. Feel they use I'm, I'm, I'm really just enjoying the music, man. You know, I love hip hop. Eternal rest, the bloody mess, keeping the motherfucking devil hot, satanic mentality. Happily making the bodies drop. I'm on the block, circling cops, ready for their demise. Screams resonate through the night, so I can't close my eyes. Oh, um, definitely not a rapper I listen to. Uh, it could be, like, I don't know, that feels like it could be any number of people if I go looking for that type of music. That Like, I, I wouldn't like that to show up in any hip-hop song, but if you're looking for weirdly angry music, I don't know. Like, if I was listening to Clipping... That would sound good, I think. The guy from Hamilton? Yeah, the guy from Hamilton. Can you believe Diffie Diggs makes angry music? He but does horrorcore? Maybe a three to a four. I'll, I'll, I'll say three. I don't know this group, so I don't have like strong associations of whether or not I'm supposed to like them or not. But I also thought these were pretty good. I, I didn't mind them. Uh, especially for the kind of stuff that I listen to. It's like not too uh, out of bounds. Um, this is uh, Switchblade Scrim of Suicide Boys. Okay, uh, I no you. longer fear. The that was the other people I was going to say, deal. like Puya or Suicide Boys or that sort of yeah. uh, SoundCloud. Ooh, underground underdog. This is what the devil plays before he goes to sleep. Some food for thought. This food for death. Go ahead and fucking eat. My father's dead. Well, I don't know. We'll never fucking meet. 
I cut my wrist and play piano because I'm so depressed. Somebody called a pastor. This bastard is so possessed. Is that XXX Tentacion? <laughs> I am Satan's son. Sounds like XXX. I don't know. A two? One? Um, okay, yeah, this is a uh, Tyler, uh, Bastard. Okay. Title track off of Bastard, yeah. Do you have any, um, opinions about- uh, So we're getting old, right? Mm-hmm. And I hate it. Don't like it. Literally the other day, because Tyler's tour- touring with Vince as his opener- Someone posted on the Vince Staples subreddit asking if the track that they heard that night with a little video clip was like one of his unreleased tracks or something, like something new. The track was Senorita. <laughs> and I have never been like, these damn kids. <laughs> like, <laughs> god damn it. Um, and I feel like the Tyler subreddit's really big on that, where there's so many like young Gen Zers who are into Tyler's last two albums and then get to like the... Not even, like, it's not even an iceberg. Like, it's just a mountain. Like, it's all out there. But, like, they're just getting into Bastard, and they're like, oh, Tyler was a weird dude when he was a teenager. <laughs> he was a rude dude with a tude back then. <laughs> he used to say some offensive things. Yeah. Have you guys seen his tweets from 2013? Can't believe what he would say about people who are being bullied. Can you believe that? <laughs> um. Anyways, yeah. That's just, like, I think, yeah, that fan base just makes me feel so old. Put your hands to the constellations. The way you look should be a sin. You my sensation. Okay, Kanye. I know five. I'm preaching to the. Con- <laughs> you don't want me to read the rest of the bars. You want the audience to be deprived of the rest Fair of these enough. bars. Go right? back. Go back. Uh, put your hands to the constellations. I don't know how this song goes. So <laughs> the way you look should be a sin. You my sensation. You've I know never I'm listened to, the to Devil in a New Dress. Put it on. We l- edit that into here. Let the audience listen <laughs> to it. I, I don't. I don't like you giving me more work to do. I know I'm <laughs> preaching to the congregation. We love Jesus, but you done learned a lot from Satan. I mean, I did a lot of waiting. We ain't married, but tonight, I'm gonna need some consummation. Those are good bars. Those are good bars, yeah. Honestly, I would have given that like a four, if I even if I didn't know who it was. Uh, Rick Ross's verse on that song, very good. Mm. Mm. I like the part where he goes, <laughs> Did I ever tell you that Phil had a... a- uh, when Phil was doing a lot of rap material, that was one of his jokes was uh, like Rick Ross got arrested in Florida for drug possession. When asked for a comment, he said, oh, <laughs> he uh, said, what's okay. a, what's a drop they always use in uh, the, their music? Uh, uh, Maybach music. Yeah. <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm a Maybach music. <laughs> when asked for a comment, he said, I'm, I'm a Maybach music. <laughs> I played a part in this devilish game, making your common sense perish, but I ain't taking the full blame. Cause most of you chumps running around here ain't ever had strict parents. All your brain cells rotten from weed. You feeling like you ain't got it. Life's not complete. You having sex with every motherfucking body you see. With a past so dark that Satan jumped out of his seat. Okay. He did perish? Uh, while it's clearly religious music and he like, he, he, you know, that double entendre perish, like you're gonna perish, but also like a parish of a church. He's anti-drug. I appreciate that. Like a lot of rap music, you know, they're out here glorifying drugs. Um, is that? It's like it's all rap, drugs, yeah. and sex. Um, That's all rap music is. You know what, Adrian? I'm gonna I'm gonna do something a little different. I don't want to give this one uh, the star system. I'm gonna give this one five angel wings because it sits right with Jesus. All right, this is Hobson off of Ill Mind Five. Yep, and that's why I gave it five angel wings because that boy's fly. I think you're right to do so. Oh, this is someone who's been mired in some controversies about uh, Satanism. So this is actually a very direct, indirect and direct reference. Travis Scott. They hatin', they stankin', they waitin'. Don't be mistaken. We dyin', they stayin'. Lord, I'm on fire. They think that I'm Satan. Callin' me crazy on different occasions. Kicking the cameraman off of my stages. 
Yeah, I mean, I would give that a one, but now uh, since I know it's Travis Scott, based on what you said, I can imagine him doing it with like his auto-tuned voice and like all the like effects added to it, and I'm like, it's good. But yeah, I, I, they're bad bars. I don't know, two or three. All right, that is Antidote by Travis Scott. You see, I like Antidote, and I don't recognize that at all. That's crazy. <laughs> Popping pills is all we know. <laughs> I did a perfect rendition of Antidote right there. <laughs> Paul, I'm going to tell you a secret. Never listen to Travis Scott songs. That might as well have been a perfect impression. <laughs> oh, really? Antidote's a good song. Yeah. yeah. That was a radio hit, too. I'm surprised you avoided it. I will say really quick, there is a, a trend, and um, this is like super niche, but in the YouTube channels that I follow that do music production, where they recreate beats from like the top 10 on Spotify, and a big part of it is them being like, I've never heard this song. And I kind of resonate with that. Like a lot of like, when you're talking about avoiding the radio, like I stopped listening to the radio and like. 2011 <laughs> like, i was, it was i yeah if it was a radio hit that means very little to me for most of my life uh in my adult life paper long and you taken long you just don't get it hung the phone up on satan told me he want a song with me hotter than mississippi in the 1950s in a van full of some dudes and white bitches get pulled over for swerving like high officer when he asked me why i was swerving i'm high officer uh, I don't think you should admit to the officer you're high. I think that's bad protocol as far as like getting away with your crime. Like, I don't know. I it, it sits well with me. Um, it's not bad. It's not particularly good, but it, it sits well with me. It feels like uh, it could fit into a song. Well, I'll give it a four. Okay. Uh, that was the song "Bounce" by Two Chains. Okay. And Two Chains does have funny lines like that, so I'm not mad at that at all. Killing me slow, out the window. I'm always waiting for you to be waiting below. Devils roll the dice. Angels roll their eyes. What doesn't kill me makes me want you more. Uh, it's kind of corny, but I like the imagery. Um, it's not bad imagery. Can you say it one more time? Killing me slow. Killing me slow. Out the window. Out the window. I'm always waiting for you to be waiting below. Devils roll the dice. Angels roll their eyes. That feels like what it could be like me? an MGK bar. Like it's uh. I don't know, something about Do you want it. me to do it MGK style? So? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Killing me slow out the window. Oh, from his rock face. I'm always <laughs> waiting for you to be waiting below. From his pop punk face. Okay, I thought you were going to do his <laughs> rapping. Um, yeah. No, because that would just sound like white boy rapping. This is like the type of thing. It's like, it's very simple imagery. It's like relatively effective, but I also could definitely see. Yeah, I'm, I'm going to say that this is. This is a two. Okay. I think we're going to get some letters about this one. That is off of Cruel Summer by Taylor Swift. Damn. Disrespecting the Queen. Yikes. I stand by everything I said, and it is objectively the right opinion. All right. Any other comments on uh, people using Satan in their bars? The devil's in the details. And the detail, in this case, is all the music that surrounds the bar. That is a good point. A lot of these don't really rely on the satan references like their main thing so it is just kind of rating random bars and sets of uh lyrics uh all right big facts no cap get out of here yeah big fact if you make a deal with the devil make sure to get him on merchandising don't lose out on that that's a couple extra percentage points you should be getting for yourself don't sign a contract with the devil if he's not giving you a little bit off merchandising five to twenty percent is plenty and no cap, if you ever find yourself in Georgia and the devil comes up to you uh, trying to steal your soul by offering you to do a challenge, pick something that he wouldn't be good at, that he's only had like, you know, 
20 years to learn or something like that, like a video game. Like, pick Smash Bros. Don't pick, like, fiddling. He's a... The, the fiddle's been around for a thousand of years. The devil's had plenty of time to, like, fucking master the fiddle. He's only had, like, 10 years to master Super Smash Ultimate. You think, uh... You think when Lotto went to hell, the devil was like, hey, we both got snuffed. Like, my fiddling was definitely better than his playing. And honestly, I think you beat him, man. I, I don't know why they gave that one to B-Rabbit. Like, you did a way better job than he did Lotto. <laughs> and they, like, commiserated over that. I think so. All right, cool, Adrian. Are you ready to get out of here? All right. Yeah, let's get the out of here. Love you, buddy. Bye. Love you too, Brad. Bye, 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 bye. Don't be mistaken, we dying to stand. Lord, I'm on fire, they thinking I'm safe. Calling me crazy on different occasions. Kicking the cameraman off of my stages. Because I don't like how he's snapping my angles. I'm overboard and I'm over impatient. Over my niggas and these kids, my agents. Dealing with motion that's more complicated. Like these two bitches that might be related. H time, you got one. And you bun be like a number one. It's late night, got a late show. If you wanna roll, I got a place where I'm popping pills is all we know. In the hills is all we know. Don't go through the front door. It's low key at the night show. So don't you open up that window. Don't you let